This is Kiki with Kiki Talks, hanging out with Answer from Raptor City Rascals. How are things going, Answer? Good, good. I was just going to start off by shaming you for not having a Kiki PFP in like, Kiki City Discord. You know, you know there's. I, I would consider this a strategical decision. Um, you know, uh -huh. I, I have many Kikis that I enjoy, and they're all in my ledger, and... You know, I, I have one that I definitely resonate with the most, and then there's one that doesn't exist that I'm like, yeah, that's that's the one. I, I want that <laughs> one. Um, it has a – oh, it's the one that we put in marketing a lot. It looks like Mayor Kiki. It's a super rare-looking nice. one. It's not minted at all. Um, I should look for it and put it in the chat. But you're right. <laughs> I, I do need to get that changed. But wait, what do you mean? Nobody's nobody's impressed by my cool cat? I thought that, that was the whole point, right? I mean, I am. <laughs> Outside of Kiki City, <laughs> I mean, if they're not if they're not gonna join and get integrated into the city, I'm gonna have to just kind of like act as that. I'm the representative, right? Like I I own the I own the Cool Cat, so therefore technically, Kiki City is integrated with Cool Cats. That's big news. <laughs> well played. Yeah, right. Well uh, played. Well, I got to point out, answer your uh, your Kiki is very you. It's got this unimpressed but snarky, like I know what the fuck you're doing. Look going it's on specifically in response to Kiki's <laughs> rationalization about not having a Kiki PFP. That's encapsulated in my little PFP's expression right there. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I do need to start um, rocking mine, and I'm glad that at least the one that I that I really enjoy, um, that one does have a skin in the game that I well at least the one that matches it. So nice. Um, yeah. So um, what's up, Orb? How are you, buddy? I'm I'm good. I'm uh, I don't even know what day it is. I just I just wait for notifications to pop up telling me I have things to do at this point. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what day it is. No, but things are good. Um, I started a project with a couple of friends, so that's exciting. And everything else is just kind of like trucking along. And I, I think the the biggest issue that I'm dealing with right now is that my cat got surgery, mm -hmm. and he's fine. Uh, he's really high on drugs, oh. uh, which also <laughs> means that his water bowl is now uh, there's no water in the bowl, but there's a lot of water around the bowl. Oh no. Um, and he can't, you know, he had all his teeth removed. So everything Ooh. is very, very weird for him right now. Um, and his sister is hissing at him because she's like, get away from me, Spaz. Um, yeah, gummy so, boy, gummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, straight up gummy boy. And, and it's funny because I'm used to him usually being like kind of chill and calm. And then when he freaks out, they both do it, but they don't get angry at each other. And now he's, I don't know, it's like he took acid for the first time and he's stumbling all over the house nonstop. So it's it's kind of sad, but it's also good because you won't be in pain anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So what was um? I mean, what was the reason why he had to get surgery again? Well, so a couple of years ago, we realized there was this uh, death breath odor coming out of his throat. Oh, I uh, see. Yeah, and I, we thought it was like indigestion or whatever because his yeah. teeth, as far as we could tell, were fine. Yeah. Uh, but then he got checked out, and then turns out he has a pretty major uh, dental, like a gum disease. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I have learned more about the teeth of cats than I wanted to ever know. 
but I got all of them in a jar now, which is really weird. Uh, are you gonna make like a little necklace out of them, or? Uh, yeah, my uh, my wife is a jeweler, <laughs> so uh, his canines are turning into pendants, uh, and some of the molars oh, are gonna. That's yeah, cool. they're gonna end up in rings and all oh, kinds shit. of other. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. Well, not funny. It's actually tragic. I, I so there's a, <laughs> I, it's a big opposite end. I know. Um, but what I think is that there's so many people know I have Mocha and then I have Kiki and then um there's Cat that we had called Luna, um who has like a a little you know how we have the Kiki fat head and then the Mocha fat head the little stickers. Yeah. So Luna has her own one of that, but I haven't had the heart to like put it out there. She she has passed away. Um, from something to do with her gums. Like, it's sort of like a gum disease. And so it kind of, like, weakened her out. And then uh, the vet had given me um, medication to provide to her. And then I did. And then she died. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But, I mean, it's okay. It's one of those things that, you know, it, it helps you understand how important, like, hygiene is for cats. And um, everything that comes with that. It, they're, so, they're so costly. Uh, cats are get really expensive when they have to start going to the vet and stuff like that i'm, I'm sure you're feeling the brunt of that orb yeah i uh yeah i uh, I, I was really humbled because um nev and hato and a bunch of our friends online were very much supportive and they were like hey let's help raise some money and i i'm i'm not very good at that kind of thing i'm usually raising money for other people uh, but I got lucky, you know, uh, between this project and some others where I get paid to do actual work. Uh, it all kind of came together and the doctor actually gave me 25% off the bill. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got I got lucky there. But yeah, it's it's expensive. It sucks because, you know, I nobody wants to equate money and health. Um, but oh, but in this it, country, it, it's like hand in hand. Yeah. Which is a shame. Yeah. That's what it is. And, and it's even yeah. worse for, like, animals. I mean, I answer, I, mean, I actually don't know. Answer, you you work, like, on a farm, sort of. You live in, like, a farm area, right? Like, you have animals yeah. that you take care of, right? Yeah, I live in a rural area. And, yes, no matter what animal it is, vet visits are expensive. If you've ever had to take a duck in for a foot x-ray. What? Uh, what? <laughs> How does that yes. even happen? So, one of our... our Special ducks, you know, one of the first generation girls, um, and rest rest in peace. She got eaten by a coyote um, since, but uh, she dislocated a toe, and so like her foot was really swollen, and like the toe looked kind of wonky, and we didn't know what was going on, and she was walking funny, and so we we went ahead and uh, scheduled a vet appointment and took her in, and the vet's like, you know, I've never X-rayed a duck before. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really cute x-ray i don't know i know it's it was. Like a... <laughs> no it is it is i will have to see if i can find the pictures because i do have them somewhere it'll just probably take me a while to locate them that's okay um, hey, where are my where are my duck x-rays oh, I, 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 should have, I should have been more prepared <laughs> well yeah, I, and, put, uh, I, put, yes. I put it on the calendar uh it'll it'll ping you when the the x-rays are due oh yeah oh, good <laughs> um uh, yeah. 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 It's expensive. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I'm sure like, you know, there's like no like insurance place they go to. Like, it's always like some sort of scam, but that's okay. I mean, I'm just glad that, you know, they're okay or right. Everything turned out to be fine. And they're just yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a week of awkwardness ahead and uh, everything will be fine. I, I just, I, I do like how 
you you get on the part where you're like, oh, that's that's funny. Oh no, that's actually awful. And I'm like, no, all of this is funny. It's all just dark humor at it's, this point. It's tragically funny. We can't help but exactly. laugh. Exactly. Like, face of you know. I mean, Jesus, we're, we've been living in hell for like the past the, yeah. three years. We've been living in 2020 for the past three years. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> this is part three. Yeah. God. Well, um, I mean, I think it's also ironic that you know, for answer. For for the stuff that answer just said, like getting a duck's foot X-rayed for a broken toe, us city kids are like, wait, what is that? Is that a <laughs> it was more of like the pet duck uh, oh, than just you know most of the ducks we have now in the flock. I love them dearly, but if they were to have a wonky toe now, I'd just be like, y'all learn to balance, <laughs> just deal with it. Um, because yeah, the, like the vet couldn't do anything. I'm just basically like, well, here's some medication if she's in pain. Um, and that's about it. I'm like, what? Can you not pop the toe back into place? Uh, but no. Oh, <laughs> uh, ouch. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know we, we started off this convo with like uh, ducks and, and everything, but like, is it, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna extend it for just an extra minute because I, sure. is having a duck um, as a pet, like, how is it like, how comparable is that to like having a cat? Like, what? What are like the major differences between like so, here's my pet duck uh, and now here's my pet cat and then uh. <laughs> so when you have a duck singular maybe even maybe even two ducks they can be raised to think they're more or less any other animal you know you raise them with dogs they're gonna kind of think they're dogs if you raise them with cats they're gonna think they're a cat um, they imprint and they attach very easily but once you increase the number of ducks they realize that they are in fact ducks and not cats or dogs. And then they want very little to do with you unless it's time to eat. Um, but when you have just one or when they're very young, they can actually be super affectionate. They let you pet them. They'll love to like sit on your lap or cuddle. Like my favorite thing is freshly hatched ducklings. Like love the attention. They just want to curl up on you and like nibble on your fingers. And, you know, they so let you cute. pet them. They are. They're super cute. Um, and they're fluffy. Like they... They weigh almost nothing, and they're—I'm gonna call it hair because it's not even properly feathers at that point. They're, you know, little fluff is so springy that it's like having a little marshmallow, like floating in your hand, like what? a little peep. It's adorable. What? Uh, what's what's the poop situation like? Um. Well, so since <laughs> here's your bird fact for the day: um, all birds <laughs> have a cloaca, and so everything just comes out one exit. And oh. when they're babies, they're just eating, like, corn feed. And so they'll just, like, squirt a little oh, waste product. Okay, I see. Um, but it's, like, it's not a big hassle to clean up. Okay. Um, so usually it's, like, drape a towel in your lap, you know, don't uh. touch your face, wash your hands. Oh, all uh, the no. things we should have been doing before the All the things we should have anyway. been doing. <laughs> oh, right. um, you know, I've actually got a picture that I can put here in general chat. Of baby moose, um, baby moose. Ba it's not a baby moose. Oh. Sorry, baby moose is my goose. Moose is my goose. <laughs> and when moose, my goose, was a gosling, <laughs> um, he was adorable. And he grew up like eleven ducks. Uh -huh. And he, for the first little while, he didn't want to be a duck. He wanted to be a human. And he would cry for my attention and, like, want me to come and take him out of the, the brooding tub where all the ducks were. And so he just liked to lay in my lap. Um, That's so cute. Or you know, 
and so he would like i would put him in a bowl Let's see if i can find that picture that's so cute um and he just hang adorable. out in a bowl with a towel and like my shoulder and now he hisses at me every time i walk out and like <laughs> chase me when i turn my back on him he knows better than to attack i'm i'm father goose you know i am i am the papa and he knows it so he fronts and he pretends to be like all aggressive and to hate me um to put up a show for all the ducks so he doesn't lose any status but like he's never bit me on the butt he's never like attacked me like he has attacked other people um oh. but he likes to pretend yeah. adorable yeah we have a lot of goose a geese uh that protect the our local grocery store so you're just like come by <laughs> And they'll be like sitting like around the parking lot, and then they're just like, like at, in you in your car. And they're just like, like I live in the middle of a zoo, and they're not. These birds aren't friendly, and it's just like yeah. I'm just trying to buy groceries. Um, so, cool. my biggest piece of advice: if you have to get past a gang of geese, just you don't turn your back on them. Geese are cowards. They really are cowards. They don't like. In direct aggression and so that's why they front they get their big saw their wings you know all spread out and they rear their head back and they hiss at you and it's all intimidation um yeah. if you turn your back on them they think they've got the upper hand and they will pursue you they assume that you are on the run and they will chase you away they also like untitled goose game suggests they love biting people on the butt it's their <laughs> favorite thing um one you know, of my little dogs has been bit on the ass multiple times by moose <laughs> Uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a goose story that's actually really absurd. Uh, it involves about uh, 3,000 people losing their shit over a goose. Uh, <laughs> I, I went to one of the colleges I went to years ago um, before I got kicked out. Uh, <laughs> they had these uh, Canadian geese that they had literally imported to this place. Like they lived there. They didn't find their way there. They brought these geese here on purpose. They were supposed to be like some exotic goose breed or whatever the fuck. And some frat kid got really drunk, went down to the lake in the middle of the night and got in a fight with the geese. Oh, One no. of the geese broke the guy's arm, um, just what? like straight up his arm, broke the arm. The guy got a, you know, compound fracture. Um, oh, it was in the school newspaper for like a week. And they were like, what are we going to do about these damn geese? And so one of the geese, they figured out which goose it was and they deported the goose. Uh, that's unjust. Wait, what? That's that's not fair. That's, that's not fair. Where are the keys rights? I don't understand. I don't. So, I don't get it. But what what, I, what blew my mind was that it wasn't the drunk kid's fault that he got hurt. You know that is <laughs> yeah. typical. I'm sorry. I'm going to get a little real with the offered submit. That is yeah. typical collegiate frat boys get off with everything behavior. They can yeah. harass whoever they want, and all colleges do are victim blame and victim shame. Well, so to play the other side of that, my housemate at the time was in a frat and they were the hippie frat and they got so upset about this that they teepeed the frat's house for getting this this goose deported. Yes. Justice. So there, there are good ones. I think they were 85 or something. I don't fucking know. Some mashup of, you know. Yeah. Well, and let me give you one more people. piece of advice because as you've just said, <laughs> geese can break bones. And it's not how you would necessarily think. It's not their mouths that you need to watch out for. Um, I mean, it kind of is. What what a goose will do is they'll lock on to you with their beak, right? And they'll grab on. And then they use their shoulder joint. Like the wing joint right at the very top is the most dense bone mass on their body. 
it's those two big bony joints and it's solid and they can put so much force behind that because they can fly um behind that wing joint that it's like a shillelagh and they will just bludgeon you with it i have a friend who might have gotten like a, a micro fracture on his shin because he thought it was really cute to let moose attack his boot and attack his shoe and he would do this over the course of weeks well one day moose got a hold of his pant leg and swung his wing around onto his shin and it was like swollen and inflamed weeks um oh so just don't let him don't let him shillelagh you if a goose gets you just keep shaking loose and run or do what you got to do but if that wing is coming for your head i've even been caught with a glancing blow on the temple like not even a full-blown hit but just like an oops and i know so much dizzy. about geese suddenly this is this has been very educational today I'm, in kiki talks we learn about dangerous birds well that's actually perfect so like the, the i've been thinking about like what the hell is kiki talk supposed to be and <laughs> to be honest like it, i i treat it to be like as as disorganized as i am and Orb knows this, um, and I, I think this is the perfect way to start things off. Because honestly, every like little conversation that we have like this just gives me inspiration for like the game. So like at some point, I'm gonna ask Prof to be like, "Hey, look, we gotta get a, a geese in the game." A <laughs> yeah, we gotta a do it. A geese down at the docks. How about yes. that? That'd be amazing. Also, uh, when goose skin for answer. Just... <laughs> Hashtag that petition. Um, I and I need to be able to run around and like instead of having a little weapon, it just extends the goose's head towards the butt of anybody near them, and you can just chase them trying to bite their ass. You know, it'd be kind of funny if there if there was just a goose hanging out in the water and it was the head, and every time you walk by it, it just extended out and attacked you. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's the thing. Like, my, honestly, my my vision for like my my one year, two year, whatever how you want to call it for the game is that once we have like enough. Um, like devs where we can kind of like afford to be able to like put in these little Easter eggs. Like the idea is to, let's say answer you have like a, this, the cutest picture of your goose pet. Um, what's their name again? Moose. Mo moose, right? Yeah, moose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so let's say you like minted moose the goose and um, it was in your wallet and it's a one of one whatever. Like we can make anything that's an NFT an item in the game. So wouldn't it be cool if you did get like a special moose skin or something like that, um, and or like a now I'm thinking like of an actual moose, um, uh, or like, a, <laughs> like a goose skin, and like you know just like doing like tiny little integrations like that that maybe even like just our community will understand because you know in like a year or two when we're like talking about the game, and you when you look at the history of all these games, there's always like Easter eggs that the developers had like specifically thought of something. And wanted to put it in there um or this community like has like inside jokes and then you know it kind of creates like more um depth to like the whole lore of kiki city even though it's not necessarily ingrained in like a book or something it's just more history for the game and whatever um but yeah i just want to keep on doing tiny little integrations like that but uh i appreciate all of the bird facts i know <laughs> i know that now if i do want um a duck pet then i'll have to Make sure to have like a little towel in case it sprays um, poop around yeah. the area. Yeah, more of a good. squirt, less of a spray. Like you don't have to worry about it plastering <laughs> the walls or anything. I hate the word squirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay. Well. Okay. 
thank you, Answer. And that was a beautiful introduction. Um, for those that don't know, Answer, um, well, could you tell us what you do at, at uh, Raptor City? Yeah, certainly. So I'm Answer, obviously. Hello. And uh, in Raptor City, I am kind of, it's, we, we all have a few different hats um, or like half hats. So I am kind of a co-community manager slash uh, producer. So I help arrange things for Fat Baby and Friends, help schedule our guests, um, our Twitter spaces. You know, I host both of those. Um, but then I also help manage things in the Discord and uh, and yeah, just, just work with our events mostly. I talk a lot. <gasps> Surprise. And that's really what I, I lend to the team. Well, between you and Orb, like, I, I'm always, like, kind of nervous to be able to do these sorts of things because I'm like, shit, I don't know what I'm going to say. But then I'm also the same person that goes on and rambles all the time. So between you, me, and and, and Orb, I think we have, like, I'm just going to have to start bringing you guys back every single every single week. Just, to be like, <laughs> just keep the conversation going. It's, it's perfectly fine. Um, I think the difference, the difference between you and us is that we actually already acknowledge that we have no idea what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah I know, and I just kind of like go on. And go on. Um, yeah, we all do the same thing. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. And so like you know, I've loved everything that y'all have done at Raptor because it it just reminds me so much of like what we kind of do here. Um, and there's like about six other communities that I could think off the top of my head that are very much so like in the same sphere of kind of like workflow where we are. I mean, answer you're basically here full-time right yeah yeah i am i'm i'm full-time um it's basically fat baby is full-time obviously more mm -hmm. than full-time she's working all the time she's our artist and, and founder mm -hmm. and then um everyone else is is part-time except for me i think right now oh. um huh. maybe what's her face what's her face puts in so much time i think she says she's part-time but mm -hmm. really truly and she's our, our social media manager she is um She's also full-time. But yeah, I'm, I'm totally in the NFT space every day, all day. I struggle to stop thinking about it before I go to sleep. First mm. thing I do when I wake up in the morning before I've even made it to the bathroom is I am in Discord on my phone. So I apologize to anyone who I am messaging at 9 o'clock in the morning. You now know where I am. Nope. Um, just don't <laughs> think about it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here all the time. Yeah. How, what, was the, what was it like um, transitioning from what you were doing before into the NFT space? Like, was it like a flip of a switch? Like, hey, I'm quitting? Or did you kind of like ease into it? And, you know, how yeah. did I find all the time to be able to like dedicate it into like working on Raptors and whatnot? So I, I was kind of, fortunately for me, I was in a, in a career, I don't want to say like limbo, mm -hmm. but I was working for a very close friend um, in a capacity that was kind of like, um, order fulfillment and shipping and stuff like that that was fairly flexible, but it was kind of tapering off. So I, I started out as a community member within um, what was then the, the Clever Girls Discord at mm. launch. And basically, all of the team at that point was based in England. And so on the first day when everyone was like really talking that initial hype and the sellout had just happened and it was pre-reveal, mm. there were like a lot of questions from people who were just coming into the Discord and hadn't been there all day listening to the news. So I kind of took it upon myself to stick around and chat with everybody and do my best to educate. And when I realized that they did not have a mod with an American time zone, I, I sent a message to Fat Baby and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm a mod in one or two other discords. 
And if you're looking, if you're interested, I'd be really happy to volunteer and help you all out with this time zone because I love what you're doing. And Fat Baby got back to me and was like, yes, absolutely. And so they brought me on as a mod. And within like a couple of weeks, they, they offered to bring me on part-time, um, like in a, in a paid capacity, which was awesome. And then a month after that, they're like, we want you here all the time. And so I, I stopped working on my, my other job, mm -hmm. like I said, which was already fortunately wrapping up and uh, transitioned to virtually like never leaving my room again. <laughs> this is this is where I live now. Yeah, I mean, it, it does end up feeling like that because, you know, when, when I got into it, we were also like about a year into the pandemic. And I mean... I think you start kind of noticing it when it's like, holy shit, like I'm on my phone like all the time and I'm going out yeah. less. Um, yes. But it still feels like you're doing like a million things a day, right? It's like the weirdest. Oh, absolutely. Because even just passively, like being constantly alert on your Discord, like just being ready yeah. to respond if something comes up, mm -hmm. that is still taking energy and that's still yes. taking a certain amount of your thought processes. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. And that's why I'm such an advocate of treating your mods with respect and kindness and uh, and paying them whenever possible. Because, you know, just being attentive to Discord takes mm -hmm. so much time, so much time and energy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, Orb, I'm not sure if you have... Because, like, I've, I've always worked in, like, a, a traditional um, corporate setting. Like, even at Rarible, it was very much a, like, like a 9 to 5 type thing where you know i would have like a specific task and i would sit on the computer and before wearable i was doing something that was basically the same type of job minus discord um but this is like a job with friends that everyone is also <laughs> creating like a product together that is connected with art and has a community like that to me just is mind-blowing that we even have an opportunity to do like Nothing has told me, like, yep, this is a real thing. Because, like, no one, there's no, like, boss ahead of me that's, like, yeah, like, you're going to get a you know, salary of this much and yada, yada. It's more of, like, hey, I don't know. Like, does that even exist in, like, the, the, the normal art world? Or have you ever had any experience with that before? I mean, I, I think a lot of what Answer just said and what you're just saying about working at Rarible and stuff, too. Like, there's, uh, the, I think it's all about how you handle a transition and where you find yourself. Uh, I, there are plenty of people who are working on NFT projects now that bring a corporate mindset. That's mm -hmm. not great, in my opinion, but it works for some. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're on a team, let's say, say you work for Azuki. I mean, you're going to have to be in a corporate work environment. These guys have money. Uh, they're mm -hmm. corporate funded, um, but they have their finger on the pulse and understand how the communities work here. So corporate approach, uh, very healthy attitude towards the community simultaneously. So that's a, that's a success story, but they had money to throw at it, right? But then there are projects that are purely put together by people who have never had a real-world job, mm -hmm. um, complete like Degenville, right? Yeah. And some of those have done very well. Uh, I think they were early in the space, um, but I don't think they're sustainable. And I hate to say it, but a lot of these projects that we think are rugs are not really rugs. They're unintentional rugs. They're just mm -hmm. people who did not know what the fuck they were going to do once they made all the money. <laughs> you know, it's just like, ah, shit, uh, we did really well. What do we do now, right? Um, but then there's these hybrids, uh, like the projects that the three of us and some other folks in the crowd here are familiar with as well, where some of us have real world experience. We're all coming from different backgrounds um, and we bring tools that work. They're tested and proven. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. T 
tools like Trello and Miro and, you know, Google tool suites, whatever, all this shit exists because it works, right? And it works for yep. us. And, and it's important to have some discipline and have a, a work ethic. But the part where we, I think, stand out from the crowd, um, from both those types that I explained, is that we're able to prioritize what's best for the people we work with. So it's like working with friends, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us have never met in person, most of us actually, but our approach to this um, is healthy because I think everybody here understands that we're here for the money. Like nobody's into crypto. Whoa. And Hold says, on there, but I'm here for the kikis. All right. Let me make that clear. Let me, let me get back to what I said. But like anybody who joins crypto spaces and is into NFTs is here because crypto is a financial technology. Mm-hmm. We are not here trading monopoly money. This is real money. Yeah. So the beauty of it is that we are accepting that and our groups, our circles, our Venn diagram of developers, builders, creators don't have to talk about that because it's it's the obvious fucking, it's not an elephant in the room. It's just literally an elephant that we happen to have a seat for on the couch and it's just there. We don't have to talk about it. It's yeah. there, you know? So it allows us to build uh, healthily without lying to ourselves about why we're here. Whereas in corporate environments, you're like, oh yeah, we're we're going to make something awesome. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you motherfuckers are acting like you don't like money. Like get out of here. Like this is all about money and nothing else. We're just here to have a good time and hopefully pay rent along the way. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it so, is very so interesting. There's a, there's a hybrid, I think, that a hybrid space that we inhabit. And it's good because we're actually like not losing our minds working with each other, you know? So well, that's why. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's, I mean, that's like right on the money. I mean, the one thing about these projects is besides the fact that, you know, it's created by a group of people and there isn't exactly like a giant conglomerate that's putting these together every single time is that you still have an opportunity to do something really, really big um, amongst yourselves. Right. And so like that adds like a whole different layer of, you know, if if I continue to work on this um, and if you continue to develop as much, you know, as even with as much energy as it takes, um, you know, could we be talking about something that is like breaking, like pushing the frontier, right? you know, and, and creating new landscapes for you know, things to be built on for, for years to come. And that's like a massive thing. Like you're talking mm. about like essentially creating, um, I don't know if a mini empire is the right word, but creating, <laughs> creating like, you know, these empire-esque like brands that have all these plans to use like Web3 in the future. And if that ends up working out for everyone, right? Um, then then you know sooner or later like it goes from hey we're like a discord community that is hanging out together and we're playing this game or whatever to hey i'm part of you know um and i'm an investor in this that is now rubbing shoulders with adidas or is now rubbing shoulders with um you know insert company you know a or whatever right um so yeah i mean that that that's really cool. I mean, answer again. I, I really appreciate you coming on here, and I think what uh, everything, I think what you guys are doing at Raptor is um, super awesome, and I can't wait for um, everything else that you have uh, uh, coming out. Um, I wanted to go ahead and uh, give a few because we've been we've been doing intros for I think 25 minutes now, um, and we went through <laughs> our we went through our goose story. Um, yep. I wanted to get a quick update on how things are developing behind the scenes on Kiki City the game. Uh, 
I think that there are um, some fascinating developments in what we are thinking for um, how you know we want people to be able to play moving forward. But I've uh, worked with Flash a little bit, and Flash is grinding away on having phishing uh, taken care of. Now, when you guys, I know we've talked touched a little bit about this before, but when you think of like a phishing game in like an MMO, do you have any uh, particular callbacks to like a different game that 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 you, maybe you like you know say, hey, that that's how I want phishing to happen. Um, so, I would say like the two games that kind of come. Up to, no, three. I'll say three games come to me when I think of fishing game. Mm -hmm. um, surprisingly, perhaps for some, Pokemon. Because you've got to catch the stupid Magikarp somehow. Um, oh, yeah. So fishing that, you know, you go, you wait for the bobber, bobber to dip, you click. Easy peasy, I love it. Um, then I'd say probably Stardew Valley. Uh, which is just, if you haven't played Stardew Valley, mm -hmm. it's a gorgeous game that is just so nice to kind of take you away from reality. Uh, and then... It would be Animal Crossing, you know, nice. um, picking up all of those gigantic sea creatures and lifting them over your tiny little Animal Crossing head is is quite satisfying. Yeah, and I feel like you know this is the this is the thing that we've talked about the most. But that's, I mean, you're right on the money when it comes to like what we would want um, fishing to be. Because I also agree. Like when I think of fishing, I know that there's Final Fantasy 14 stuff that people have done. Um, because like they're really good about using you know like playful mechanics to make it feel much more exciting to actually do something like fishing instead of just kind of like waiting. Um, but Stardew Valley is uh, in terms of the you know the actual game functionality that is where we're going to be moving forward with um, yes. yeah with with like the action of throwing your your bob in like the in you know wherever it is the pier or like a lake or wherever we have it. Um, and then that way, you know, fishing is meant to be something that you can do to pass time. Yeah. Um, but it shouldn't be boring, right? Nothing that we do in Kiki City should ever be... And like... it shouldn't be tedious. Fishing should never... If you find fishing tedious, it's not for you. Yeah. Or it's being done wrong. Right. Um, and, you know, be beyond that, I think what really makes things addicting is less so just like the action of you like throwing your rod or your line, but what you're getting out of the fishing. Um, and and, mm -hmm. and perhaps it's not always fish, right? Um, I have- I swear, uh, if you all load up a whole bunch of rubber boots and tires, <laughs> and that's all I flip and pull, you will be hearing from me. So like, you know, that's my thing. Um, so like my, 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 my most, the thing that I like try to focus on is like, you know, having the structure to be able to like flexibly put out different um, fun Easter egg or, you know, just items that maybe don't ha necessarily uh, or are fish or whatever, but they could be like some sort of key quest item or something like that. Um, but essentially writing more like flavor tests, text for you to experience um as you're like you know going throughout the game and and and, and throwing your rod out so kind of like how we have the kiki time you know how we we've been able to like um have it so when you type kiki and every or every four hours or so you'll get like a new little tidbit about um you know what your character did um mm -hmm. and if you get lucky or not well that's the same premise that we want to do for for fishing and in nice. kiki city um, and then, you know, alongside fishing, we have the fishing docks that we're working on. We have someone working, um, kind of creating the 
aesthetics for Kiki City moving forward. Um, you know, we, we're already in talks with uh, some um, artists that are helping bring a revamped graphical look for Kiki City and like later in the year as we have it on our roadmap. Um, and that's been really exciting to see like the potential of what the game is um, gonna be. And, you know, I don't know if anybody's played Hyperlight Drifter. Have you guys played Hyperlight Drifter before? I fucking love that game. I, I have not I, played it. I think I might have played it too many times. <laughs> yeah, so like Hyper, do you like the aesthetic of Hyperlight Drifter? I love it. I love it because they did a version of the graphics where, not a version, just a version of pixel art where it's somehow gritty but translates well. I, I don't understand how they pulled that off or how they came up with that, but it's just beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, so you know, I'm also a huge fan of that game. I mean, I I've, I I tried getting as many achievements in it, and it's extremely addicting. It's uh, funnily enough also made in Game Maker, which is our our engine as well. So yeah. basically, anything you see, anything you see in uh, Hyperlight, you know, it's an option there as long as we can like figure it out on our end. But I think when you know it's all said and done, after meeting um, with some of these new artists and getting some samples and you know kind of reviewing as to like what our options are um i think that we're going to be able to deliver like the craziest thing um that people will be blown away by because right now kiki city i mean hasn't had like a makeover since alpha really um we've had like the same sort of pixel work on there for a bit and you know it's always been at the front of our mind to give it like a a polished new look um but obviously between coming out with uh you know actual like mechanics for laser tag and working on quests like the aesthetics of the game is something that we can always come back to but making sure that the game is fun and playable and something that we are able to come together around like every friday is also really important um if not even more important especially since we have to make sure that we we're able to keep like the buzz going on in the discord right um, and, and all the aesthetics changes take a lot of time, which is why we're looking at it now, even though on our roadmap, it's not until June and beyond, right? Um, okay, and then, uh, be, so besides the fishing um, that I know is being worked on, and besides uh, the docs and the new um, artists that we've been looking at, um, we have some uh, quests that are being lined up for the Froyo shop. Uh, or a quest that's being lined up for the Froyo shop. And there's nice. something about quests that I wanted to um, kind of talk about because, you know, I, I, it's important to, like, ask ourselves, like, what is a quest in Kiki City? And what are quests in games? And what is, like, as what is fulfilling? Um, and the way that I see it is that, you know, in this early stage of the game, um, a lot of our quests are, like, sort of, um, you know, go and get this and then bring it back to this person, um, which is good because if you look at like, you know, your standard MMO, like the first few things that you do in in like World of Warcraft are, hey, go slay like four pigs and then bring mm -hmm. me back their meat. <laughs> um, but like people still love that, right? Like it's what, you're ex what you yeah. expect. Um, but, you know, moving forward with uh, how the team and I have talked, um, it's important to start tying things together a little bit. So, uh, you know, having these like faux blockades that say, um, you know, I thank you for delivering me this, 
um, now I need this, but in order to get this, I need that, right? And then it's a whole different interaction with another with another um, with another NPC, right? And so you know that kind of extends the the depth of the game without really having to create um, like a super advanced questing system that has you know 20 different routes that it can go down. Um, and as long as we're able to uh, create like an interesting world around it through text and um, through the visuals that we can add, then I think that, you know, having these new quests um, being released, like let's say I th on our roadmap, I think we have two or three every month or so, um, then that's going to make the game feel more like, hey, here's like a checklist of things that you have to do. We have a, we have a channel in the Discord called, uh, what is it? Let me, let me double check. It is lore. It's like a uh, lore and quest, right? And so the idea of that is sort of like how you have in RuneScape, um, like as a free to play user, a laundry list of quests that you can do that are already presented to you. Um, and you just kind of have to go down and say, okay, how do I start this one? What requirements am I going to need to be able to begin it? Right. Um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, hopefully, um, you know, some people don't look at them. They just kind of like find them randomly or something. So, um, and I know that in in like the later half of the year or you know maybe next year, depending on how things go, we have a what we would call a questing V2, which is a um, something that takes a long time to work at because it would require like me or and the rest of the dev team and basically anyone who's interested in creating what I would call like the book of Kiki, um, to sit around and like figure out um, a coherent storyline right that is that has like a beginning and it has an end and then you build quests like within that and um and then you know that that would come with new functionality um in terms of game mechanics as well but yeah i mean i it seems like a lot that for march but um but yeah that's that's kind of like the kiki update for for the game and uh if I leaked anything, Prof will make sure to let everyone know that I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think I think you did great. I think that was that was great. Yeah. Um, okay, Orb. Uh, did you have any um, questions? I know that we were gonna go over. Um, we were gonna touch on some. I have a couple of my own questions that I wanted to ask answer. Um, that mm -hmm. are just kind of like uh, you know my own. I, I always try to find out like how like many interests people. I share with people and it seems like in this space because like it's so specific like kind of like the type of person they have to be we all end up falling in like the same area which is why i think we've um been friends for so long but um hmm. orb did you want to go ahead and start or yeah sure i mean um i i feel like we organically kicked this off so well i don't really have too many questions but i uh you know we we wanted we i always suggest that we have a format for these kinds of things mm -hmm. but those formats are really just guidelines. They're not rules, right? But uh, I, I just honestly wanted to uh, hear you talk about the Vaporwave Kiki because Cyberpunk is such a big influence yeah. to this game, um, the aesthetic. And I know Flash had recently mentioned, you know, how much time uh, she spent listening to uh, to Vaporwave music uh, and synthwave stuff while making that Vaporwave Kiki. But I feel like there's a larger overarching kind of vibe with Kiki City that is part of like your culture of video gaming and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to ask you how where you started with that interest. Yeah. So honestly, when it comes down to like all of the one of ones, it was a bit of a mixture of like, hey, like where do our hearts lie, and and being able to like separate like a few kikis from the pack and make them, you know, 
completely different than what we have right now. And for me, like uh, Vaporwave and Synthwave, uh, that's, I mean, I, I love Kavinsky. I love, um, I love, uh, 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 well, I guess I don't love them that much if I can't remember the name. Um, but no, no, but I mean, really it just came from, from the love of that, of that music and wanting to get that aesthetic because Kiki city, you're right. Does have a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it super cyberpunk, but because we're like in the metaverse and everything do is web three is, is like, you know, is in web three and that's the future. Um, we, we, we're, we're moving in the direction of having more neon more tech um you know more holographic looking stuff and that's going to be a big angle that we have for the game moving forward and um what's even more exciting about just being able to create something like uh vaporwave kiki is how that's then reflected in the game once you own it right so you know we i'm gonna show this as soon as we get off the call um but but to, uh we we did see that skeletti or mambo has won the the synth wave kiki uh -huh. um, after, after after our reroll um which i is, can't believe the first winner left the discord like yeah, yeah. What? i i don't understand that i mean I, I, that's kind of like what you know i was just saying deciding like hey do i do a reroll or not but if they're not in the discord at that at, after you know submitting that's kind of like a self disqualification in my yeah. opinion um, yeah. And so, yeah, we did that reroll. I'm super excited about that. But more importantly, I've also seen what it looks like in game. And so, as we've said with Kiki City, and we've always said in the beginning, every every you know like Kiki skin um, will have like a its trait pulled over, and you'll be able to play it. Um, so that is one of the m most rare skins that you'll be able to see. So in the future, as Kiki City continues to get populated, be on the lookout for someone with vaporwave geeky on because that's kind of like a little e-celeb right and you know mm -hmm. we want to be able to kind of create that from the get-go and that's another reason why nft is so good for a product like this because you know with the option of digital scarcity that that becomes more authentic because you know that it's not really not only is it like a valuable asset but it's also like genuinely rare right yeah you know, there is no one else that's going to be walking around with that so it should mm. be a spectacle it's kind of like trying to replicate um what we have already in mmos right um yeah. where people will have like high level gear except even more badass yeah opinion. or you know take league of legends where you've got you know unique limited edition skins or things that you had to get certain achievements for i am a part of my language here but i am a skin whore when it comes to games, I want all the skins. Yeah. I want the flashiest. I want the blingiest. Like I, I'm all about it. So I, I love that idea of having these. Not only is the NFT itself, the beautiful art, unique, uh, and like you said, something quite rare, but that there is going to be that second level of playing in the game and that flex. Yeah. Uh, look at me. I'm special and more better than you because. Yeah, I it's such really? a. I, I don't think it's uh, even necessarily being a skin whore. Uh, I, I think. I mean, it is. Okay. There's such a like awesome discussion here. I could spend hours talking about identity and what that means. Like this is. Still do. This still is, do. Go ahead. 
<laughs> I, 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 have a, I need to leave in 10 minutes so yeah. i'm gonna keep going. okay well we'll start wrapping things up and then you know that, that we'll leave it at that but yeah go ahead Orp. well i look initially the reason i was a trip before we started working together or any of this i mean the reason i was attracted to kiki city was just that is uh i, I really it's not just about getting land or being on decentraland or any of that stuff it's all of the opportunities that come with having your identity online attached to a series of things that previously you'd have to open a binder, take over to your friend's place, open and show, or later on send somebody to your website so they can understand what your identity or brand is or whatever. But like all of these components that are on chain and decentralized um, that exist with versions and iterations of who you are in places where everybody can see them just adds to the value of what it means to interact with the system. Like, I think it's really fucking exciting. Yeah. Um, it's not, and I, I try to be agnostic about a lot of stuff, but the fact is that I've realized I can't be. Um, like, I, there, there are some things in this space that fucking suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then there are things where people are busting their asses and putting their hours and their time and their life into building stuff that I know will eventually be here forever you know right and, and that's that's where i want my identity to show so if i see some dude walking around with a retro kiki, kiki i'm gonna be like yo sell that shit to me where's gravesy you know, <laughs> like, you know <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna want that shit you know and yeah but that means that somebody else is gonna want what i have yeah you know? and that's 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 beautiful because yeah. that's how communities are built yeah and i couldn't agree more i mean honestly um ha being able to have like you're because we're never gonna shake that off like once we there's a reason why games are so popular and you it does all come down to being ha able to project yourself onto something else that's interactive right the interactivity is what connects you to like that piece of media um which i think is why it's you know such a you could say a, a better or more engaging tool than like watching a movie or a tv show uh, but the thing about kiki city is that you know early on to be able to do this is um such a not necessarily a challenge because we, we we're doing it and it's you know great work for us but if, if we do that and then are able to build on top of that then what we can offer to the community and our investors is basically something yeah even as like you know we've heard about like I've talked about Kiki Dashboard before, and that's also on our roadmap. And people have also talked about, um, hey, is this game ever going to come to mobile? Well, you know, being yeah. at, at the NFT feels much, um, you know, NFT will feel like a bigger part of our lives the more accessible that it becomes. And I, I think that being able to bring something like a dashboard where you can see your Kiki fits, maybe even like if you have one of these one of one Kikis, like. Uh, like vaporwave kiki like the theme of the of the of the app looks more synth wavy or vapor wavy right oh, and then you can pull cool. it up and then be able to access a closet where maybe not with the synth wave kiki because it's a one-on-one or maybe it is maybe we do a lot but you'll be able to like swap your traits and essentially um and this is you know nothing is set in stone here because this is months and months down the line but um maybe not necessarily on the nft itself but because you're uh, looking at OpenSea and selecting the traits that you do like when you're purchasing these NFTs, you can then have a closet where you can mix and match and then play around and then have like a tweet sent out where you're saying like, hey, I just changed my Kiki's wardrobe. What do you think? And, you know, it's it has the um, the glasses from Synthwave Kiki and the beanie from this other Kiki that you have. 
but like the biker jacket from the third Kiki that you minted, right? And then, you know, being able to pull that up on your phone and be like, yo, check it out. Like that could be the difference between you convincing someone that NFT is real, right? And and, and engaging somebody else and you new into the space and not, right? Because right now all it is is like, hey, oh yeah, I bought this NFT. It's like a board ape or something like that. Hey, let me just pull up OpenSea real quick. Uh, hey, yeah, here it is. Okay, what else can you do with it? Well, it's just that, <laughs> or, you know, I guess it's a, you know, and not to shit on the board apes or anything like that, because they're actually doing really cool, cool stuff, but maybe just like the newer projects that don't necessarily have a real product, um, to go hand in hand with that. But yeah, I mean, um, mm -hmm. I, I really, yeah, I know that the question about Synthwave Kiki is, uh, or Vaporwave Kiki is, um, is really good. And it was a lot of fun to be able to do, and we have so many more, um, coming next week, uh, starting again. We are going to give away, uh, I can't say, actually. I'm going to do an announcement probably this coming Monday. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to all check it out together. Um, and, okay, that brings me to, a, like, my final question for you answer. And then we'll yeah. go ahead and wrap things up here. Um, what is a old website that you used to love um, that is no longer available? So it could be, Ooh. like... You know, maybe it is available, but it's just stuck in like a time, like a specific time where it could be like something like Neopets or Newgrounds or like a Flash Games website um, or even something like MySpace. Like what is something that you miss um, from back in like the early Web 2 days that <laughs> is no longer available in like the same way? Oh, right. That's a, that's a damn difficult question. So... <laughs> There's probably a couple of blogs, not all of them are safe for work, that are no longer updated, which is, is sad. But I, I would probably have to say, like, type of website that I used to engage heavily on, it, it would probably have to be Neopets. You know, I was really? one of the early Neopets peeps. Um, I used <laughs> to play the shit out of Neopets. I had a store. And let me date myself very much here. So in Neopets, it was like cutting edge for you to be able to put music that played in your shop right you would design your little shop with the items that you collected in the game that you were willing to sell uh -huh. and then you could like dress it up and this was my very like first experience with anything even remotely touching on web design mm -hmm. and uh i had the theme song from angel played in my shop because it was just glorious and that's you know like angel like buffy the vampire slayer and and angel um david boreanaz being gorgeous and yeah, like I, you know, eventually left all of that behind and I've not gone back to check on it at all. I assume <laughs> that nothing is functional. I don't even know that I have access to my email account what? for which that would have been connected. Yeah, I mean, the Neopets is such a great choice because it does everything that basically, you know, us and our friends, like let's say Gimme Gargoyles, want mm -hmm. to bring mm -hmm. uh, to the Web3 space. Which just comes like to show like how, you know, you don't have to overthink a lot of this stuff. Like a lot of you know, the really cool interactive, um, interactive features that we want to bring to Kiki City as a game, have already been done, but without the access of like NFT, which is kind of like that missing element. But Neopets was sick. I personally. Um, I used I remember coming across it as a kid, but I was more stuck on stuff like Gaia Online, and I was was watching tons of like Flash cartoons on Newgrounds and Shockwave.com. 
Um, and uh, but you know what stuck with me was being able to have like something to come back to when I was coming back from school, and mm. and and like being able to sit at my computer and be like, oh, like, because you know I guess it's it's like a little pet, right? I mean, yeah. And then, and then they they really took it far with, like you said, being able to like add your own music and have your own like little shop with games that you can play to like farm tokens, which you can then use like to spend on other areas. And it's like, wow, it's like, I'm just writing notes down here for Kiki city features. And it's the only, (laughs) the only thing that's stopping me is basically time and, and manpower. And as the project grows and grows and we're able to start doing more funding rounds through like big, like mm -hmm, um, through uh, big features, like the apartments, and geeky yes. pets and all that um then all that stuff starts coming to life really really fast um, that reminded me of a question that i actually wanted to ask you before, oh, we, sure. yeah, before yeah. we get too far off of topic so talking about the fishing so the fishing is going to roll out i know flash is very hard at work on that yes. um i just want to suggest that there be cloud fishing as well from the cloud portion of the map, you can go to the edge and cast your rod off the side, and I don't know, maybe catch a bird or so, <laughs> something. Accidentally hook a bird. <laughs> yeah, or something out of the clouds. I just think that that would be kind of adorable and maybe a little disturbing, depending on what you catch. So, but uh, yeah. Yes, you're like totally. So the idea with being able to have Kiki City, so we always need something to kind of always be able to like. Um, go back to like a control right like we know kiki city it's literally just a uh, parallel of our world and except everything's cat related and we call it kiki here um and cats whatever and you know everything is like kiki branded so we know that when we want to do fishing in like that specific city zone we can bring just real world fish um and kind of provide what you would expect from something like animal crossing but when we start mixing the other projects that we work um, we work on, for example, like the um, Koodles, which is where the Rainbow Zone came from, or the cloud mm-hmm. area, then you know we can start making specific creatures or specific gags um, for the fishing areas in those zones. Because um, if I'm if I'm if I'm completely up to date with the with the fishing locations, I I, I expect it to be one in the fishing docks and then probably something in the fishing in, in the in the rainbow zone or in the cloud zone um, where you would be able to catch different fish and potentially it could be like a seasonal thing where maybe there's like a sparkly rainbow fish that only comes yes out, um for like a for week. answer <laughs> yeah whenever answer goes on we just turn on the switch and this is like just start dumping the the rainbow fish or answer yep. um <laughs> and and yeah and so like you know building out that base first with like the uh like the real world fish um is important so that way we know that everything works and are able to balance things yeah. correctly but once that's done and that foundation's been you know is 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 nice and tidy then you know the sky's the limit we can it, it's all comes down to just different pixel art and changing how often something is able to pop up uh, when you do, you know, cast your lure, I think that's how, I don't know fishing terminology. I'm really sorry. I'm just a cat. <laughs> uh, lure fishing and bobber fishing are two very different styles of fishing, my friend. F- fishers in the chat, uh, 
Don't like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like definitely we want to bring special zone fishing and different fish that will only appear in certain areas. And ideally in the future, maybe even certain times, because this is something that is always running in the background. But the limitations that are always going to be um, Prof's best uh, uh, suit of knowledge, um, you know, our, our 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 job here is to basically make uh, as much work as possible for the developers, and they say, no 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 no, they'll tell you what we can do, <laughs> what we actually can, and and you know as much uh, as they, like I said, as the project gets more and more funding, then we're able to have more and more people on the team that can work yes. on specific features that um, can branch the game out in 20 million directions. But I'll never sacrifice the quality of something. Um, just for the sake of putting out a product in a rush state or something. Um, yeah. and, and when you have like a team as small as ours, like, you know, it's a, it's amazing that we, it's honestly a miracle that we, we were even here. Um, because, you know, that's like the real cost of game development is being able to separate your time and flash and, and Gascot and prof obviously can speak on this much more than i can but being able to spec separate that time that you would generally use for something like freelance work or maybe like contract work in like the real world to develop something that is risky that takes a lot of patience that requires a lot of coding and it requires a lot of synchronization with an art team or somebody that is also working on art and then on top of that you have lore you have um you know the writing that goes into that it's a lot but you know thanks to the community and the opportunities that this space has we're doing it you know we handle it like on a week by week basis and it will keep giving out as much as we are getting back in you know yeah can i can i plug my project for a second oh yeah oh, go ahead i want to build on that because uh, it was it was actually thanks to meeting you and everybody back on foundation in uh, back in april it's been a year it's been a year since I've been doing wow. NFTs, and so all of us have. This is crazy, yeah. right? But in April, I met you guys and a whole bunch of other folks, and here we are now working on projects together, right? Mm -hmm. So I just kicked off a new project called Dumpster Kittens. Hit me up about it. Discord's open for another 24 hours. We are so not a fucking alpha grind. <laughs> We're just screaming into the fucking ether, basically, right? Um, but it's a really cool project and all that shit. And what makes it great is that the people that are working on it are all folks I met in this space, along with two real life friends. And mm. the biggest lesson I learned was actually working with Kiki City and how to get people who are artists and developers to create a workflow and somehow create a project um, with very limited funds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I'm fucking over the moon about it. But anyway, ask me about it and uh, yeah. I'll send you a invite or whatever but uh yeah it's like seriously the i, I think it, i think it's humbling to see projects like this i don't think it's a miracle at all that this project is still where it is um i, I think it's i think the hard work shows uh and a, a whole bunch of alpha grinders have left um and the people who are behind are supportive and the value in this is just slowly starting to creep up now so i think it's a good sign yeah i mean i really appreciate you saying that and you know i i love nothing more because I, I, it's basically my number one piece of advice is go make your own collection like ASAP, like start working on a project as soon as you can if you want to be serious about the space. And the fact that you've managed to be able to pull in uh, people from the real world to help you alongside this is basically um, ironclad. As long as you are all like dedicated to seeing this out, obviously you are, um, but that is what's required. You can create something that is not bound by how often someone is replying to you on discord or 
you know, meeting somebody faceless on Twitter, which are real, um, like, uh, you, real things that you have to kind of like work through when you're creating a project like this. So that brings tons of value because, you know, when you look at w things that you want to invest in because of the art, and I've seen the art of dumpster, uh, it's dumpster kittens, right? Just to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Dumpster kittens. I'm a huge fan. I'm already totally inspired to have um, a bunch of uh, marsupials around the city uh, that, <laughs> uh, that may or may not be in, in in trash cans, popping their little heads out. I, I already. Uh, just so everybody knows. I already told Kiki that once once we do go to mint, whenever that is, um, eventually when we have some money in the in the communal wallet, we are totally spending it on getting a dumpster. <laughs> In Kiki City, I love that. One of our possums pops out and screams at you. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, would, I mean, I would love to see that, and that's the beautiful thing about having something like this. And, you know, we're already friends. We're already, um, you know, I would say like coworkers, and so those ideas just come naturally. And usually, half the work, of, you know, of, in in doing something like a project that's interesting, is getting to the creative ideas because not everyone has that in them, right? But things like this just kind of flow very naturally for us. It's just a matter of being able to have the 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 manpower to be able to kind of like see you know get those things done. But I I have very um I have you know high aspirations for where I want to see your project go because I'm very bullish on everything that you do, Orb. Um, Thanks. And I'm really Appreciate excited that. to 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 be a part of that Discord and um, find some new friends to hang out with, um, which is which is always really really wholesome, especially in Kiki City. Um, and with that, um, answer, do you have any plugs that you want to... Yes! Mm -hmm. I would gladly plug tonight's episode of Fat Baby and Friends on our Twitch stream. You know, twitch.tv slash raptorcitynft. So, this is the one without Fat Baby. She is out of town, and that leaves myself and Plushy with no parental supervision and no artist to draw. So, tonight... <laughs> He and I are going to gauge in a co-host amateur artist showdown. Oh, um, that's going to be awesome. I'm so not missing It's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. Neither plus your eye can draw. And let me say, I tried to do it yesterday just to make sure I could utilize my software. And it did not look anything like a rascal. It was not even remotely the right shape. It didn't even look like a duck. Like, I don't know what it was that I drew. And we're going to be doing this without templates. Um, so it's it's going to be a shit show. Uh, but uh, yeah, if y'all want to join, it's going to be hilarious um, at the very least. Because yeah, uh, neither Plushy nor I are visual artists. And um, it's going to be a mess. I mean, I I mean, I cannot be more excited. Um, I now, now I know I have something to do tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, let everyone... Head on over to that. Go to the Raptor City Discord. Do you have an event set up for that? Um... I do. Yeah, I can. I can drop it in yeah. the in the chat if that's fine with you. Yeah, of course, absolutely. Go ahead and do that. And yeah, we'll we'll bring some Kikis over and 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 watch the watch the show. I was gonna say watch the shit show, but that sounded really mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's legit. Like he and I are are not in denial about our artistic skills. And oh. like I even posted in the chat that I was like practicing and he's like stop that no practicing uh it, we were just prepared for it to be horrible it's okay i mean i i literally i am also i don't i'm not a visual artist at all um but 
you know, everyone has a little artist in them in one way or another. I think you're an artist answer in a bunch of different oh, ways. Oh, thank you. Um, and so, you know, anything that comes out of you, it doesn't matter, you know, the technical um, aspects of that or even what it looks like. It's literally just that you made it. So um, <laughs> definitely, definitely yeah, save that. And mint, it's going to be <laughs> something something special. And, you know, typically what we do at the end of Fat Baby and Friends is we raffle away the two finished NFTs from our artist showdown mm -hmm. um, to our audience. And then oh. Fat Baby mints them in our rewards collection oh. and sends them to the winners. Oh, really I don't know what we're going to make tonight. So in like the Asana task, I'm like, maybe mint art <laughs> in like parentheses. Yeah, you have to ask the winners like, do you want this? Like, yeah, do you, do you want this? Exactly. Well, it that, like, uh, the, the top three rules for how, a, you know, a project's going to sell. A, the art is really good. B, the art is so bad it's good. Or it's just fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be real rough. At this point, I'm thinking I might just use the airbrush tool. Oh. <laughs> the, whole, wow. the whole thing. I'm not doing well with the lines. Let me tell you, my lines are not clean. Even when I use that little guided, like, um, what is it, like, steady lines or the one where it um, assumes the curve that you're trying oh, to yeah, draw. Oh, yeah, it, like, oh, smooths and uh, things out. And, yeah, because yeah, I'm using, a, I'm using a, a different tablet with the Sketchbook app. And, oh, um, I see. Do you have, like, which are you I, using your finger or are you using an actual, like... Um, no, I do, have a, I do have a little pen, but it's not, like, as sophisticated as the Apple pen, so it's not quite as accurate. That's all right. Um, it, I mean, it does the trick. Like, I can trace crap mm -hmm. with it. Uh, I've oh, done yeah. that. And I've got somewhere... I, I once shared a goose sketch that I, I say sketch. I just doodled a little <laughs> moose, and it was so bad. It was so bad. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, um, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta run. This has been awesome. Um, yep. But uh, I'll, see you, I'll see you, everybody, uh, next week, same time, I guess. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. be having uh, we'll be having another episode of this. Um, Orb is gonna make oh. sure that we are doing this every week on um, Thursdays at twelve. And we're also starting up the uh, weekly spaces again every Wednesday. So yes, nice. Uh, yeah, I think it's you know there's literally never been a time that we have not done a space or a stage, and it hasn't just grown everybody closer together somehow. So obviously it's super important for us to be able to keep doing things like that and uh, keep nurturing the community that we have here. Um, and, yes. and that's that. Okay, I really, we're, we'll go ahead and wrap it up there. Um, thank you, Answer, for coming by. And oh, my absolute some, pleasure. Separating some time from your extremely busy schedule. Thank you, Orb, to you as well. Um, I, I will go ahead and end the recording here. And I appreciate the community for coming on by. This is going to be available in a maybe edited version. Maybe I'll just upload it to the raw file. <laughs> and, yeah. and that'll be that. Uh, Love it. Yeah. And uh, and that, that's basically it. Thank you so much. This is the end of Kiki Talks. I'm Kiki. This is Orb. And this is Answer. And uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye.